What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Oh, switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. the 70th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot, Dan. How's it going? Oh, oh not too not bad. Not a lot, Dan. How's it going? <laughs> We're going to do everything twice tonight? Well, we might as well because we had two freaking droid heists this week, so why not? Let's double on everything. Nice. Double on the stuff that no one cares about. Great <laughs> well said. So after this podcast, we'll record a second one. Perfect. <laughs> What's going on, dude? How's your week uh, been? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Just better than last week? Yes, yeah, so much better. It's been relaxing, and I feel more energetic tonight. It's, it's really good. I'm excited. That's good. Because last yeah. week you were kind of, it, it, it uh, was zombie yeah, mode, I think. And there's some exciting stuff to talk about this week. Plus, I'm going to need a lot of energy for the end of this episode. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Well, let me just put this out right now. For everyone that is listening, we have Wink's Punishment tonight. But that will be at the end, after trivia, because of what it is. So... Use your imagination as to why it is going to be there, and uh, once we get there, you will know why, and it will be amazing. So, there's that. Yes, um, if you're going to listen to that part with children, they will need earmuffs. <laughs> yes, earmuffs for the Wink's Punishment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into Patreon subscribers for the month of October. We had Boba Finn, Painted Land, Jitsu Jet, Elon Mustard, Rock, Deadshot of Seven, the great question creator. <laughs> Anthony H, Infidel, DJ, J Pod, Fugaz, Zyzer, McMoltu, Han Pikey, M4, Optimus 11, Hands of God, 007, Vistara, Kai, Waddles, Obsidian, Ron Paul, Bunyan, and the Sleepy Bulldog. That was, that was pretty quick. You ran those down without making a mistake. I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I, I practiced for like 30 minutes before we started recording. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks to you guys. We appreciate you. Very much so. Um, and if you're interested in supporting us as well, you can go patreon.com slash shattered order and join us there. Um, otherwise, if you want to help out the podcast in other ways, Please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe on the YouTubes. For sure. Speaking of YouTubes, 
YouTubes. You got we got some news for the our yeah. YouTubes this week. So that was something else people wanted to see, you know, were the more mini pods and live streams. Working on some mini podcast episodes. So that should be coming here pretty soon now that I've actually got some free time. <laughs> and I'm going to be doing a live stream next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. What day is it that the current territory battle ends? Is it Wednesday? Uh, Thursday uh, yeah, morning? I, no, I think it's, I think it's Wednesday. Starting I think today. it's Wednesday afternoon when it, when it ends. Which means Wednesday evening I will be doing a live stream. Um, I there's a character, specific character, not gonna name who it is, but I'm going to take <laughs> them from unlock to level 85, gear 11, and throw a Zeta on them, mod them, throw them into my arena team, and do some arena team tests, some galactic war tests, and you know just kind of check that out and see how it goes. On a completely unrelated note. Next week, will we uh, we will also be doing a review of Hermit Yoda. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure completely <laughs> unrelated. All right. Sweet. Well, that'll be fun. I know those are fun to do. It'll be fun to watch another one. So that'll be cool. Yep, for sure. And uh, you can check out our Discord for or Discord or Twitter for exactly what time I'll be doing that. Sounds good. So I wanted to take a second to uh, throw out a big congratulations because someone achieved, a, a guild achieved something today that I didn't even think was possible. But a big <laughs> shout out to the world's first four-star phase one territory battle guild. So a good job. You guys made Congrats. it before TI. So that's something to be no, proud of. No, no, no. Of. Not you guys. You guy. Oh, sorry. Yes, right. The yes. one-man guild with the four stars. It's incredible. It's impressive. I am. I didn't know it was possible. It was a big uh, ups to you. <laughs> Insanely impressive. We'll see how long that stays at the top of the board. <laughs> all right. Well, it has all day, so who knows? <laughs> That's true. Ghosts of Dathomir. I wanted to talk about that because we, we got that on Tuesday for Halloween. Yeah, we did. Popped up, and uh, we all got to play it for the first time. So, what did you think? I thought that was a really interesting event. Uh, I mean, this is something we've kind of talked about before, is how great all of these recent events have been. This one did not disappoint either. It was, uh, I mean, the first one, the you know, Tier 1 was pretty easy, and then you got that Tier 2, and it was quite a bit more difficult. Um, one thing... I want to touch on controversial sort of was the number of attempts you got to do on this battle. Uh, there were a lot of people that were saying that it wasn't really correlated to the way they do things in other battles, but they do kind of list it out the same way. Um, like as your credit heist or whatever, you know, credit heist basically says two attempts across all of them. And that accounts for all of them. That was kind of the same way the Ghost of Dathomir was. But a lot of people didn't realize that. And there were some people that missed out on the event. But fortunately, the event's coming back here pretty quickly. So that's not going to be too big, too big of an issue. You can get your first-time rewards on, what is it, Friday? Saturday? Something like that? The 4th. So Monday. So you can get them Sunday night or you can get them on Monday. Cool. Very exciting. Um, Wait, 
Today's <laughs> what am I talking about? Wait. It's oh, Thursday. Yeah, it's not Friday, is it? Yes. We're we're okay. recording so on a weird, different day. So yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Um, but as for the actual event, I thought it was pretty awesome. That was something that was a little bit of a different type of event where you had these night sisters. Fortunately, they adjusted the zombie to where it doesn't just like keep coming no, back over. The endless and over, horde wasn't there. It, it would have definitely that first wave couldn't be beat if that was in there. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> unless you had an AOE that wiped out every single one at the same time. So how many times did you, okay, so I guess if you didn't know, I'm sure you did if you're listening to this podcast, surely, but after you killed Daka, the two zombies, and what was it, Spirit, and something else, I can't recall exactly what it was, after you kill those five, you then have to battle this, um, Dude, what was it, Okay, life pool? Let me just say, so yeah, it was a, uh, it was a box, a crate, or a, I don't know what the hell that thing was, it was like a table basically, where they, uh, I remember it was in the cartoons, so I don't know what it is. It's just kind of a ritual table, basically, but I just tell you this much. I didn't think to look at that uh, up in the top right where the uh, health bar is, because I am usually don't even look at that ever. I usually just look at the one above people's heads. So I can tell you, I did the bonus tier first, because I saw that Zeta and I wanted it. I got envious eyes there. So I did that one, right? And I wiped them all out. And I'm I'm staring down this table. And I just keep slapping it, slapping it. And uh, the... That's going to be a sound clip, isn't it? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting it. And the, uh, the turn meter keeps going up, right? And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, not, I don't know what's happening because I'm shooting it and it doesn't seem like anything's happening. Then suddenly everyone pops back to life and I'm like, what the hell just happened? So then I did it again, killed them all off and the table's there right in front of me. Still haven't noticed the health bar. So I'm shooting it again, wondering what I have to do to, to end this. And then they all pop back up again. It was yep. weird, confusing, frustrating, all in one. And then... Uh, then I did the normal tier because I noticed I okay so I had a feeling when I saw that they were two a piece that they were shared between the two just because there were two a piece because most events only have one attempt on each tier so I saw two oh, on each yeah. and I'm like okay so this is probably shared so I'm going to do the bonus one and then when I came out of the bonus one they each had one on them so both of them went down one, so I knew that yep. they were shared. So I went and did, I did the normalest one, and uh, but I did that one the same way as the first one. I still never noticed the health bar, but after it literally it took one shot on that time, so it wasn't so bad that time. But very confusing, but still cool, and especially cool once I figured out the health thing and did it on my B account. But I really liked the yep. new mechanic to that. That was pretty cool, I think. Massage table, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was officially called Spirit Altar, but either way, yeah, man, you had to kill all five of them, what, probably three times? Mm-hmm. I think that's how many I had to kill them, and then finally killed that damn massage table. <laughs> but I'm going to try a high damage output team or, yeah. on the next one when it comes back and see if I can get it under 
three turns, or if it's just yeah. that's how many turns it takes, no matter what I damage you're taking. I basically used my arena team, you know, which was CLS, Raid Han, Old Ben, Kenobi, and R2. And I think I'm kind of with you. I think I'm going to try, like, uh, maybe, like, my Rancor team, which is, you know, Wedge, Big, CLS, and on, and see what happens. Yeah. That's uh, that's where I'm thinking, because I used Resistance going for uh, survivability instead of damage. And, uh, yeah. You didn't really need much survivability if you've got, well, decent damage output. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was fun. It would be fun that to keep doing. Really I'm, good event. Yeah. I'd like to see some more events kind of with that similar mechanic where it's um with the revives, I guess. No, no. Just neat. Yeah. I'm sure they seem to be coming up with different things for the different events now, which is nice. So, Oh yeah. We'll see how that Absolutely. goes. Absolutely. Um, I did want to mention that I thought 7 to 10 shards is actually higher than I thought it would actually give out if you do two of the bonus tier every time. So that's not too terrible. Obviously, yeah. it's still going to take forever, but uh, yes. the numbers on those were better than I thought they would be. So, yeah. Agreed. Yep. What about the Flash yeah. event? That was pretty nice. It kind of... It was kind of funny, unexpected. right? And then right after, our, all the coincidence always happen with the podcast and when something happens. But uh, I'm going to chalk this up to coincidence again. But we were talking about wanting to be able to do it at least twice on the days that they have them with a one hour refresh in there. But instead yep. they had it just run twice on the last day it ran. So yep. that was pretty nice. That was awesome. That yeah, was, for sure. Uh, yeah, that was Great. I mean, it's basically guaranteed at least, you know, 10 stun guns, 10 carbonis could be up to 20 each, plus the credits. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah, that was a great idea. Ran in the morning and then in the evening, like the regular time it did last time. Mm hmm. Like it. Worked out well. Well, um, so. Uh, one other thing I want to mention about trivia. Mm hmm. We are actually tied in trivia. I've already updated the board here after we talked about this. But, so uh, have I. Yeah, I was up by one, but then we had a correction from one of the listeners. And it yes. uh, turns out they're right. Actually, so. actually, a couple people that pointed this out to me. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to... I am so going to butcher name. <laughs> yes, I you are. And I'm not but, even trying it. <laughs> he's jank. He's Jen Gixon? Jen Gixon. He's Jen Gixon. I think that's right. That was, that was bad. Um, Beautiful. Anyway. If you put an X in a name, it's probably going to end up badly. That is probably true. Yeah. Uh, but big shout out to him for uh, PMing me and letting me know that uh, the... Um, the Phoenix ships are not the only ones that reference each other. Uh, Kylo's ship actually references the First Order TIE pilot. And I know there was someone else, one or two other people that pointed this out to me in chat, and uh, I forgot to save your name, so... Thank you, unnamed I people. I don't thank you. I wish you'd just kept your mouth shut, but... 
Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with it. So we didn't know what episode of trivia we were on. And we'll just say it doesn't matter now because it's tied up and this is... We would have had to go to overtime week. anyways if it was exactly. the last week. So, so uh, it's winner take all this week. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's a cutthroat last week here. So. Yep. We shall see what happens. But... On to more fun and exciting news that we kind of assumed and guessed was going to happen, and now we know. Faux show, what is it? Well, you remember, how was it we got Luke Skywalker? Do you remember? The Hero's Journey. The Hero's Journey. It'd be nice if we had another one of those, huh? It would. Then we could get the black black suited Luke. Or are you talking about something else? Or maybe we'll get, uh, you know, everyone's favorite female from Star Wars. Is she? From the new ones? I, don't I was going to say, on that, right? I don't know if... Like, yeah. it's not gonna... Anyway, so Rey is finally getting her own hero's journey, which is uh, pretty, pretty awesome. I'm kind of excited to see, you know, what they do and what happens. Um, this is this was pretty kind of unexpected, but not too unexpected. Um, what do you think? Like, are are you surprised by this? I mean, I kind of expected at least the legendary, but the fact that they're going with the hero's journey is kind of interesting. Two things on that. First off, it makes sense to me. She's the main character of the new saga or trilogy. So it makes sense that she has a hero's journey. One thing, the other part to that is another thing that I've seen some other people mention is we should really get a something like a hero's fall event for the prequels. I totally agree. With Anakin. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be pretty sweet, I think. But we've already got Anakin and then we have Vader. So I don't know like what the reward would be. But I, I do. What? Armless, legless, burning Anakin <laughs> laying on the floor in your party. Okay, that's... I mean, I can see that. It's understandable. Just a force roar of I hate you. You know, pushes awesome. them back. Something not going like to rule it out. I mean, <laughs> not a terrible idea. Um, I'm in. Let's do I'm, Give it to me. I would love to see something like that for maybe Kylo, you know, depending on where the movie takes his character or Snoke or somebody like that, I would like to see kind of a dark side, you know, journey for that character. But um, uh, I'll say another thing to think about with this, right, is CGs and EA are not going to be allowed to put out any spoilers with this, right? So if it's put out before the movie, I think you can only assume that this is the end of the force awakens ray and not something from the new movie and if it comes out after the movie i would assume that it is the new movie's ray because let's just say some of the spo- the the rumors or ideas people have about this movie where ray switches sides or something you know then uh, it wouldn't be a hero's journey then right <laughs> So yeah, that that was something else I thought about. I mean, this kind of has a little bit of implications on where the movie's going because that was a pretty popular theory that had been 
kind of floated out there. So with the name of this, it's either if it's if it's either if it's before the event or the movie, I would assume that it is the end of Force Awakens Ray. Only because they're not going to put any spoilers into this event. You know, what you I mean? wouldn't think so. Yeah. So not to mention. Well, as I say, not to mention it's using. Well, we don't know what it's using, so never mind. We all have assumptions and guesses as to what you're going to use to unlock this new ray, but uh, we don't actually have solid info on that yet. So I can't really say, knowing what we use, it could be the uh, end of the Force Awakens ray. So I guess we'll have to contemplate that more when uh, we actually get solid requirements on this event. And I think we know she's going to be... Uh, wielding a lightsaber. That's a pretty safe assumption. Now, the big question is, so Bedor from our guild um, had actually sent me a message, I guess. There were some people in chat talking about whether she was going to be a Jedi or not. And brought up a couple points that I wanted to bring up that I thought were really interesting on why she could actually be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. Because it's been... there's I've seen a lot of people thinking that she's probably not going to be a Jedi. Uh, what was kind of your assumption? What did you think? Yes or no on Jedi? No. No? I don't think that she's going to be a Jedi. I don't think the Jedi are a thing anymore going forward. Yeah. Um, she's definitely going to be resistance, I feel like. But here are a couple points that he pointed out. Um, that the event date is after the movie release, which in the in the forum post that CG posted about it, it says, quote, you can look forward to playing as Ray Scavenger in her Heroes Journey event in support of the worldwide theatrical release of Star Wars The Last Jedi this December. Which kind of tells me in support of means that it is going to come alongside at the same time. We're not going to get it before. Which means there's going to be something in it that is fairly... um, That that says something about the movie. Mm -hmm. And if she was a Jedi, that's something they would probably want to keep hidden. Um, There was the whole thing... uh, He mentioned there was something about Jedi being in plural in one of the uh, uh, other languages, French, I believe, and that supposedly Disney confirmed it. I haven't vetted that exact part. Um, I did not hear any official word from Disney personally, but if that's the case, that is kind of interesting. And and then... um, just the fact that they normally release a new character when there's a significant change. And, like, we've already got a resistance, Ray. I mean, are they just going to add a lightsaber? Um, <laughs> but then again, CLS, he didn't really have any tag changes. So, so one thing I could think of that might make things interesting is okay. if Ray goes off to be trained by Luke or goes to find Luke and asks to be trained or whatever, maybe she doesn't ever go back to the Resistance, or at least not in the first, or the second of this trilogy. 
So at that point, I don't know if she'd still be considered resistance and maybe she would lose the tag for this version for this movie. Well, here's the, I mean, if you're making that argument, you have to talk about the argument from say return of the Jedi and empire strikes back is Luke still a rebel, even though he's becomes a Jedi. I mean, I kind of, I mean, it's hard to argue that he's not a rebel. If you're fighting, I mean, if you're, like in this instance, if you're fighting against the First Order, which she essentially is training to do to bring down Kylo and Snoke, mm-hmm. is what, I mean, seems like safe assumption. Right. Then she would be resistance, one would think. Right? Yeah. I um, I really don't know what... There's no other tags, right? So... Jedi yeah, is the only the one problem. there's resistance and then if if she wasn't if she didn't fall into either of those yep. categories what would she be just a character yeah you know? i mean so. she has to have a tag of some sort um and there was something else there is some uh like official star wars merchandise that he actually sent me a picture of i should have sent it to you so oh, i seen that one on yeah show. Uh, where it says Ray, and then in parentheses Jedi training. So it Disney's basically confirmed the fact that she's training to be a Jedi, mm-hmm. and I kind of think the theory of like her being a gray Jedi or something along those lines is something that she would eventually end up adapting into. It wouldn't necessarily be something that might be where she's at in this hero's journey event. Yeah. I don't know, man. So. I'm really To be completely honest, I right now at this very moment, I don't care what tag she has. What I really want to know is what I, I need to get to get her. Well, I totally I will agree. worry However, about the other part afterwards. I greatly care about the tag. If she's a Jedi, um that's going to make my whole Hermit Yoda thing much much more exciting. And could possibly bring back, you know, the use of my Jedi team, which is was a lot of fun. Oh, I agree. So, the prospect of... Oh, man. The prospect of her making Jedi better is a good thing. I still think that there just needs to be a complete Jedi rework. And I know that that would be one of the yeah. biggest reworks that they do, because there are so many Jedis that need help. But it is a faction that definitely needs a rework. And some of those characters have been reworked one, two, three times even, and are still just meh, you know? So, But I mean, I'm not sure we would see a rework of them, you know, with everything coming up, all the new characters, all the new character releases that we're going to see, the dark side territory battles, all that coming up. I mean, I think... uh, Jedi faction pass is probably asking a hell of a lot. That I, if I were to see a Jedi faction pass coming, it would probably be my guess. If I had to think in when things started to slow down, I'd say probably February or March. March probably. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That would. But even still, in in between there, people want bounty hunter and scoundrel. Uh, Faction passes, they want separatist faction pass, droid faction pass. There's just, everyone wants one. But to be honest, I think the most important faction passes that they could do in this very moment would have to do with dark side. So, yeah. 
Considering that image we didn't really talk about last week where it's a new splash screen for the game that's kind of in the Google Play Store, if you scroll through the pictures of the game in the store that has the Jawas on the dark side side, it kind of makes me think that there's a droid faction pass coming. That would include Grievous. Yeah. So. And that was something I think we mentioned last week. Um, I think that was one of my predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see that. Well, I mean, all right, so since we're talking about Ray, you're more concerned about what's going to be required. What do you think it's going to be? Uh, so the biggest working theory for most people involves several things kind of similar to CLS, right? So the first thing would be a droid that's by her side throughout the movie. Kind of like CLS, there was R2. For Ray, it would be BB-8, I would assume. And BB-8 was a legendary event, just like R2. So I would assume uh, seven. I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, first things first. Do you think it'll be seven-star only because it's a hero journey? Yes. That's absolutely. my assumption. I, so I think that's the difference between uh, the journeys and the legendary events. Yeah. So that's... I assume you'll need a seven-star BB-8. In which yep. case, I think it'll be just like... CLS event was. I think the BB-8 is coming at the end of November, beginning of December. So everyone can has a chance to get him at 7-star before Ray comes. And for those of you listening to this now, it is the beginning of November, and you still have time. So if, if you are one who likes to plan around speculation, if you don't have First Order TIE Pilot and First Order Stormtrooper at 7-stars, Start farming them now. You might be there. I know it took me to get my three-star First Order Stormtrooper to seven stars. It took me a month and a half. Yep. So I didn't buy refreshes. There are three nodes. So if you spend 150 crystals on those three-node refreshes once a day, if you have those crystals, you could probably cut that time in half. And that would be yep. three and a half weeks, three weeks. So, yeah. So I'm assuming BB-8 is one. I think Finn will be another one because when you think about the triad there for most of the movie as a group, Ray, Finn, and BB-8 are there. And then comes the fun part. So Finn's not so bad. He's got a can a ten canteen ten energy cantina node. You should have him anyway. Yeah, if you. I mean, do, most do people do because the best data in the game. The best data? Well, yeah. Uh, as far as overall utility, I overall think so. Overall best ROI. Yes, for sure. I do believe that. Okay. Yeah, we agree there then. So, f- most people have Finn because everyone's heard about how great uh, resistance is. So there's that's three, and then where you get to the last two, right? And that's where it gets iffy and questionable, and uh, it would suck if it was them, which is why it will probably be them. But I assume that veteran smuggler Han and veteran smuggler Chewie will be the last two. And the reason I think that is because, A, those two popped out of nowhere with little to no fanfare, right? Yep. And how long ago was that? It's uh, approaching the time frame of when you get to December, it would be three months, right? Right when they would yeah. go free to play. That's a good point. 
So my assumption is that with those guys popping up out of nowhere at that exact time, trying to keep probably trying to keep that within the cadence to make this work for a ray event. I assume those two will go free to play somewhere, hopefully, because if it goes to a hard node, no one will get that to seven star unless they paid. And I'm sure they want to give people at least a chance to get there. So if they don't go to a hard node, they're not in like fleet shipments or guild uh, guild shipments, then you're probably in a good space if you have a lot of currency for the other shipments. Or if they go to a cantina node, those are usually a pretty decent farm if you use refreshes. So I'm thinking those two, BB-8, Finn, and Scavenger Ray. Scavenger Ray being the only one that we know is confirmed for this event. So... How about alternatives to any of those suggested characters? What do you think? Well, um, I'll just say that my prediction is that it will be Han and Chewie and that they will get put in Cantina nodes, 16 energy Cantina nodes. I kind of think that's where we will end up having to farm them because that is a really good way that they can cause us to spend crystals to get them. And it's a fairly fair way to give us the opportunity to get them and not really have it that locked, you know, behind. um... The only thing that I question and wonder is the blowback was really bad for Thrawn. Phoenix. Yeah, Yeah, for Thrawn with a week to get the Phoenix up or a week and a half, whatever it was. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to give... If they do require those two, if they're going to give more time this time, which will still kind of suck, depending on where they're at. But I don't... This is me being hopeful and thinking that they'll learn from the past to try to make people a little more happy about it. But I would think that they'd give at least two weeks and probably a... um, If they're on a node, I would think they'd give double double drops for a little bit at least. Yeah, uh, you would think so. That's something that they typically do love to do is, you know, do the double drops in those situations. So they did it for Phoenix too, right? So. Yes. Yep, they sure did. So there's that. Um, As far as alternatives, I mean, it could be something like resistance, but I think that's probably a little too common. Um Poe is one that I think that could be put in there. Yeah. But then you'd have to add a fifth and R2 could be in there. But R2 is used for something else, but... Well, that wouldn't surprise me either. So if they they went with... Scavenger Ray is obvious. BB-8, I think it's pretty clear because he was a pretty big key to her finding her way there but mm-hmm. r2 was a pretty big key too i mean he had the rest of the map that allowed her to find luke no yeah. so they could throw r2 in so that's those three you throw in finn because he was important in that whole story as well and then i i don't know who a fifth would be maybe it's one of these two maybe it's only one of the smugglers that you need yeah could be i i just can't see needing only one of the smugglers for anything 
Or maybe there's six people that could be required. Like, let's let's go with this line of thinking that I haven't heard yet. And I just thought of this, right? So let's say it's not only a five-person team that you can use for this. Let's say you can use Ray, R2, BB-8, Poe, Finn, Veteran Smuggler Han, or Veteran Smuggler Chewie. That would be seven of them. Now, the only reason that doesn't seem likely to me is because I think that they would want to force you to use at least one of the veterans. So if you pulled out, let's say, R2, then there's only six. And you have to have one of the veteran smugglers. But let's say they put them in a shop and you have the most people, if they've been saving, which I would advise saving now, you could buy them with your currency, at least one of them to get them there. And you would then have your five for the event. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Well, I don't know. Just a thought that came to mind. About. There's there are there might like be new new characters that are being released. And. You know, up until the movie that kind of factors into this. However, I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Hit me. I'm going to jump ahead just a little bit to the calendar update. So, you want to tell us who the login is for November? Um, it's TIE Fighter Pilot. <laughs> my, mu- my, 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 my mic was muted. I didn't think yeah, anyone so. would hear me pour a beer, but... <laughs> First Order TIE Pilot. That's... What if... But here's the other part to that. It's not just him. For the first time ever... We're getting ship blueprints for the monthly login, too. And they kind of divide it out a little bit differently and everything. So what if in this journey you need ships also? Oh, God, please don't ever make that a thing. <laughs> Someone has they has been rent, hinted at and talked about. I know I watched uh, Arnold T101's video on this, and he was talking about a small chance that Millennium Falcon would be needed, and I just rolled my eyes because, A, it hasn't been farmable that long, and B, that thing takes freaking forever. I, I, I farmed that node yeah. on my B account, and I am 38 out of 80 since it came out. So, no. So that would be a surprise. That wouldn't be something people are expecting. Uh, there's got to be a reason this first order TIE fighter is part of the login. I mean, they're giving us ship. My I assumption mean, on that is BB-8 okay. is coming back. Agreed. First order TIE pilot is a harder character to farm. I think if that is the yes. reason, I think it should have been Stormtrooper. Because that's the one people really need the shards for. That's the one that is not in fleet current or fleet shipments. Like that TIE Fighter is, is, so I don't know. That's true, but TIE Fighter Pilot still sucks balls, and the fact that they're at least giving you some shards for him in advance of BBA, I think's you know, a big win either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I'd known I, I would have stopped farming him earlier. I don't know what to do with this first order TIE Fighter thing. I'm, I've been racking my brain trying to figure it out. 
It could be related to Ray's journey. Hmm. Probably not, because that would be a little bit weird. But it was a TIE fighter that kind of led Finn to her, to helping her on her journey get off of Jakku. Like, if he doesn't steal that TIE fighter, that may not happen. Yeah, true. So, I'm not sure how they would play that in, but... Hmm. But Finn, maybe part of the hero's journey is Finn in the hangar bay trying to escape with Poe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never know. Then Poe would be needed. Then Poe confirmed. Yeah. You heard it here first. Hangar yeah. bay, Poe confirmed. Yeah. Uh, Zachary in our live chat says, I'm really reaching. Um, I don't disagree with you. I'm, I am reaching a bit there. I'm trying to come up with something. I don't think it's that crazy though. <laughs> Only a little bit, or a lot of bit. Either we, way, we we have large wingspans here. We are always. Oh reaching. yes, we do. <laughs> that is totally true. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, these. It, it's at least nice too that they're bringing some ships in. I hope this is something they continue. Is you know whenever a character is a login that they throw in their ship with them as well, because can always use more ship shards. Yeah. I, Blueprint. I like getting... Did we add up the de- daily login? Are we still getting 30 TIE Fighter pilot shards, or does it get divided in half going you between... You start rambling, and I will look it up. So the question is, do we get 30 TIE Fighter pilot shards or and 30 TIE Fighter... Uh, blueprints, or is it 15 of each because it's split between the month? I do not know the answer. That is why Wink is pulling it up on his phone as I ramble. Alright, so it is 22 First Order TIE pilot shards. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be 20 blueprints. Hey, that's not actually... That's what? That's way more... No, not way 22 more. 22 and 20. So that's so 12 more than we usually get a month. Total. Yes. Hey, I would have said five was an improvement. We get 12 more than we usually get in the monthly login. Yep. I'm okay with that. And if you already have those guys done, you know, that's just that much more shard shop currency, which I could really use. <laughs> Most def. Rolling with the maths. Yep. We love we loves the maths here. Love some maths here. For sure. Interesting. I hadn't even thought about that till right now. We do our best thinking under the gun here. Oh, yeah, we do. That's, <laughs> that's why we do it live. All right, what notable events are coming up, Dan? So with the calendar event update for the beginning of November, there are a couple notable things in there that we wanted to mention. So the Fleet Mastery events are back for Endurance, Home One, and Executrix. So those are all in order that I listed them. So the beginning of the month will be Endurance, mid-month, Home 1, end of the month, Executrix. So you can get a little bit more of those shards, pushing your way to 7-star if you didn't just buy it outright the first time. Uh, Next up, November 4th, we kind of already talked about it, but Ghosts of Dathomir is coming back to get your um, zombie and spirit shards for Night Sisters. The Heroic Indoor Escalation is back again this month for your Wicked Shards. And in the surprise one, 
since he was just here last month, Thrawn is back again. So if you were busting your butt to get Thrawn last month, you don't have to wait that long if you didn't get him because he is back again this month. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yep. So, well, mm. but the uh, notably missing, though. So we got we got a few things here that are notably missing. Things we kind of expected this month. Really? Yes, sir. Chimera. So Thrawn's coming back, but he's not bringing with him his seven-star ship. So. Mm. Oh, ship. There's no Chimera. That's kind of disappointing because I'm at the point that I can get that damn thing to six stars. <laughs> I can actually unlock it now on my B account, so I would like for it to come back too. But uh, did did you say unlock it? Unlock. I did not unlock it on either account the first time around. Dude, I'm disappointed. I I expect you wings, man. You wings. Dude, Who farms you for sure, dude. I, right? That is no joke. I didn't have Cassians. I didn't have Bastons. So, yep. whatever. Um, so, that little BB-8 droid, he escaped again. Yep, he uh, found his way he out is. of the calendar for this month. But, yeah, but right on out. I want to say this. Thrawn was not on the calendar update at the beginning of September either. Ah. Sorry, October, point. not September. Yes, that's what So, kind of got added in later. So, if BB-8 is this month, we can assume or guess that that was just not put in the calendar and will be a surprise. So. Huh. Well, good thinking there, uh, detective. S- sometimes I know what I'm doing. Ah, on occasion. 70% of the time, I know what I'm talking about every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, well, so other thing. This one's... The oh, other, some, this hold is on. the big... One more thing right. before you go into okay. the big one. All right, all right. Uh, something mentioned... Josh Morris mentioned in the chat, CLS. I didn't expect CLS, but I wouldn't have been surprised either if it popped That's in there. That's a good point, yes. So it is not in there either. It's another one where if it did come this month, it might not have just been put in there to be a surprise. So At some point, he does have to come back. I kind of wonder, I mean, are these journeys going to have longer times in between them than legendary events? Well, legendary events have kind of turned into a two- to three-month area. Yes. And... uh before they were like five and six months, so maybe yep. Hero's Journey's turned into that. So that we shall would, see. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they probably want to start getting CLS into people's hands. Yeah. As these raids are, they're starting to become a lot easier, and I kind of think that sim ticket is something they would want people to have. But yeah, who knows? I am definitely farming Obi Wan. Assuming he's going to come in the next few months. So, on my B account, not on my account. I don't even have Obi Wan unlocked on the B account, so farming him like crazy. Yeah. All right. What is the big, big thing missing? 
haven't played the crickets in a while. Love it. What is it? Territory battle. So in the in the month in the calendar, at the beginning of the month, the territory battle starts were listed. But there was supposed to be a territory battle event starting on the twenty-third, and that is not on the calendar for some reason. So, so yeah. The twenty third is Thanksgiving here in the US of A. And that is the day that we all get drunk, eat turkey, and watch football. It's a great holiday. It's my favorite. I call it uh, Lions Day. So it would not be Thanksgiving without a Lions football game. You call it Crying Day? Um, Well, until the last like three or four (laughs) years where we actually win every Thanksgiving. Before that, it was definitely Crying Day because every time we lost on Thanksgiving. That's, but we've been pretty nice. good. We got a pretty good record lately, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, now, there's the fact that it's on an American holiday. They could be removing it so that it's not interfering with people's social lives. However, you'd only be dealing with phase one on Turkey Day. You could be, yeah. you know, you could, finishing you it. You could the auto it, man. And, you could auto it and be fine. I don't see how that would be an issue. Do you have a and tinfoil hat you can put on? I do. I always have it. Oh, my God. I am going to build a tinfoil hat. <laughs> just keep it on your around. desk every time? Just put it, just put it on dur- during the live stream wherever I have like some crazy-ass idea. All right, here we go. <laughs> the anniversary is coming up. It my is. prediction... Oh, someone asked the date. I believe the date is the 24th. November I believe 24th. that is accurate as well. Yes. Um, not 100% sure, but pretty sure. Yep. Now, assuming the 24th is the anniversary, what they might be doing is for the day after Thanksgiving, when you're done dealing with all your people that come in from out of town that you don't really want to hang out with anyway, once all that nonsense out of the way, <laughs> finally launching... Guild Wars. Hey, lines right. The, the best part about this is this is, was our prediction last week on the podcast. Yes. And uh, now that this is no, the territory battle is noticeably missing in the calendar, that's right around the anniversary day. It kind of lends credence to the, our idea. It doesn't mean we're right, but it actually makes me feel like it's closer to right than it could have been if that was sitting there in the calendar saying territory battles were starting. So. So, correct me if I'm wrong, also, last year, I believe, ships we got right before Thanksgiving, didn't we? That I don't know. I don't remember. I I believe we got it right before a holiday, because I kind of remember us being really surprised that they put an update out before what we would think would be an extended break. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I am wrong. But, maybe they're planning on launching this whole Guild War thing before... Or launching the update before Thanksgiving and then right after Thanksgiving... Starting uh, the first one? Go right into Territory Wars. Yeah. I think I think that is a thing that we are actually... Might end up being right on. Yeah. So. Oh, and if we are, we're going to gloat about it. <laughs> Always. we're not right very often. Hey, speak for yourself. Yeah. 
that's fair. Maybe I'm thinking of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I the uh, about it. yeah, it'll be interesting to find out. I'm uh, I don't know, I don't know. We shall see. It's just an interesting missing thing whether it was accident and we're completely speculating about nothing or if it actually means something. But, uh, I don't, a lot of the times they do things by accident and we read into them. And then a lot of things they do them on purpose and we read into them. So it could go either way. We shall see what actually happens though. So, but that's it for the calendar update. We'll see what happens the rest of the month, whether new events are, Announced whether we actually get new stuff, we'll see. But I have to think, I have to think that something will happen for the anniversary. Didn't they have uh, like a period of a week where there were packs or the crystal packs were cheaper last year? I don't know, maybe it's possible. I mean, I think that happened last year. I'm gonna pretend it did. I know it usually happens in May, but. Yeah, I think last year was May the 4th and the two-year anniversary that they did it. Yeah, maybe. Every six months, that would make sense. I see a far. Do you? Let's see. Yeah, I see a far. Super, super far. (laughs) It came from Reddit. Two things this week that we wanted to mention. Cap Gasp, someone had mentioned seeing Thrawn come back again this month after last month that maybe they had rebalanced it for some reason. I don't remember the reasoning the guy put for it, but uh, CapGas' answer to that was this. There are no planned changes to the Artist of War event. As a reminder, I always, I almost always design events so that any difficulty can be surmounted with an increase in character ship effectiveness slash levels gear mods. So he's mentioning this because he said that the original poster on Reddit said that he felt like it was annoying. You had to rely on RNG to beat the Thrawn event. Which wasn't true if you had gear on those characters, but if you were lower geared for that event, it was definitely RNG. But that's to be expected, in my opinion. I went through it. Everyone saw it live. It was good times. But uh, he said, in instances where that is not the case, uh, example, if we ever release an event with content tuned for gear 12, please God no, then it would fall into mechanical masterly, mastery similar to a heroic raid. So basically what he's saying is right now everything's tuned that you will be able to beat it if with the right team and the right gear mods and levels on those guys. And the only reason that would change is if they geared, tuned something to gear 12, which is the highest you can be right now. So if you had to re- use gear 12 characters, it would really boil down to uh, mechanic mastery to beat the event. The event. So, interesting. in short... The Thrawn event is not being retooled. It's just coming back. So that kind of seems to be the idea, or I should say the main difference between these legendary events and like assault battles. Gear? Oh, the yawn monster has got me. The uh, gear and mods are way more important in these legendary events than assault battles. Kind of seems like these assault battles are a little bit more made to um, being strategic with your abilities and 
keeping guys alive and things like that, which is kind of more on the mechanical mastery side of things versus just, you know. Gearing and getting them ready to go. Yeah, all out power, I guess. Interesting. So, good to know. Yeah, that event is tough. They make you earn it. And they probably should because Thrawn is, you know, he's a he's a. I'm gonna be honest. Doing having that event and being able to live stream it and hang out with all the listeners and all our buddies there and go through it, even though it was annoying, I ended up beating it and it was fun going through it because there was a lot to it that you had to. Uh, plan and strategize so i enjoyed it i like the way that event's tuned yeah me so too. one other thing from reddit this week hidden spring 84 made an appearance and he usually has some interesting stuff because he is one of the client engineers but uh have you ever been farming mods and when you get the mod the results screen from like let's uh... say seven sims there's a mod after a credits, and then there's some training droids, and then there's some ship credits, and then there's another mod, and then there's this, and then there all the other mods show up. So they're just kind of all over the place. Nothing wants me to punch a kitten more <laughs> than not being able to see the and not being able to see the mods. You have to go track them down and figure out which ones it were that you just got and. Did it have speed? Did it have offense? What did it have? And just... It's... Ah! If you're OCD, it is a oh, nightmare. It's <laughs> excruciating. Because it's not even the same every time. It's like, where yeah. is this mod... Where are these mods going to show up this time? That too. Yeah. Anyways, not a huge deal. Another one of those screen things that's just kind of obnoxious. Anyways, it's going to be fixed in the next game client update. And uh, it's a, it's coming into the game the same time as the stacking debuffs implementation. So, <laughs> yeah. Zap. The kitten will come back and slit your throat in the night. Well, that is quite possible. Cats are mean. That's, that's true. I, you have dogs. I have a dog. I'm pretty sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> that, that is true. Not, not, not a cat fan. But, but. <laughs> That's beside the point. Yes. So that's it for It Came From Reddit. But now we want to do something that we kind of wanted to add into the show because of our feedback and knowing that... You know what we have for a everyone? A lot of our... What do we have for everyone? A bumper? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. That's what we have. <laughs> a big tip. Great. <laughs> yes. So uh, we got some tips for the new players. We're going to add in more new player suggestions and information just because we know not everyone listening to the podcast has been playing for two years. So we want to talk about crystal optimization. And uh, first thing I want to mention... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and this is something that can kind of apply to uh, players at any, you know, any length of time that they've been playing. Um, crystals, are, everybody knows crystals are important, but optimizing them and getting the most out of them is probably the biggest thing 
to get you ahead in the game. And we all yeah. love our crystals. Well, just like any free to play game where there is a prime currency in it, being being able to use your crystals to their full advantage is important. And when you're new to most games, you don't always know what to use them on, right? In some of the newer games, there's a lot of stuff out there for Galaxy of Heroes now since it's been out two years, so it's kind of easier to find. But when you're getting into a game, especially a new one, there's nothing out there to tell you what to do with them, right? And it can be a gigantic waste once you get three months into the game and realize, oh, if I had only spent them this way three months ago, I could be much further ahead than I am now playing catch up, right? So Yeah, I mean, I, I wasted a lot of crystals whenever I was a beginner by getting chromium packs and stuff like that, stuff that really didn't help me get very far. And Yeah, so right off the top, we can say, don't buy chromium packs. Yes. <laughs> there unless is, you, there is one way... There's one thing I will change. I will change that for. Okay. Buy one with the free crystals you get at the beginning of the game. That person, sure. depending on who it is, because it can be someone really good. You might end up with crap. Who knows? But if you do get someone really good, that person will carry your arena team through at least the first 30 levels. And by that point, you will have been farming people to replace that person to be ready to continue them in your arena granted arena doesn't start till 28 now so that's totally out the window but when you started arena at level eight those that person was amazing for you for those first you know 12 levels or whatever and that's something else if you're getting somebody started the game i mean make them re-roll and start a new game if they get cup or some crap like that yeah well i say my B account now is a B account that I only kept using after about 30 different refreshes. And the reason I used it was because I got Leia with my first Chromium pack. And nice. uh, back then, Leia wasn't even an arena store. So I had already planned on building a Rebel team because at that point, Akbar. Akbar led Rebel teams in the arena were the latest trend. And I, I used those, those to full advantage when I started shooting up in the top 50 for the a long time on that account because of the Akbar lead with the Leia that no one else could get in my Stormtrooper Han and Hoth Rebel Soldier and who was the other guy? I don't know. Anyways, that's how I did it. So... Using your crystal refreshes is important and using them in a way that will help you set you up for many, many levels as you continue to level is important also. So the first one I'll mention is where can you obtain crystals in the game? So there's two places, three places I can think of immediately. And they all, the first two are the arena and the fleet arena. Now, Fleet Arena is not going to be available to you till after level 60, and Arena is not available till 28. But once you get to those levels, those are two ways every day that you're going to get crystals. And depending on your Arena rank, you can get some very chunky 
hefty numbers of crystals. So what is it? 400 and 400 for number one on both in both shards a day. 500 in squad arena and 400 in fleet arena. Yeah. So in, you in could the, get 900, but the third place I was thinking of was territory battles. So depending on what your yes. guild does in them or how far up they get, because you have to get a certain amount of stars to start getting crystals. And that could be the problem for newer players is it does require yeah. a decent amount of stars. So just like with arenas, it's going to take you a while to get there. But I don't think that there is a level cap for territory battles. So I think that you can get into those at any level. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember hearing any requirements on that. Yep. So eventually you'll get there, just like Arena in Fleet Arena by level, but uh, probably not at first. So there's a lot of crystals you're going to miss out on first, which makes them even more important. So you'll only be getting them in small chunks from your dailies. I think you get like and two compl for completing a daily. So um, Your dailies vary. I think that it's somewhere around 60-something that you get from your dailies, if I recall correctly, because there's one that offers up 10, and then you get, I think, a 25 bonus for completing all of them, and then there's one that's like five, and then most of them are two. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's another good way to make sure you complete all your dailies. Uh, the Galactic War, you get 25 from there, and I think it was level, or 25 stars in which you start getting them from Territory Battles. And those are the basic ways to accumulate crystals. However, I have a tip that um, really would have saved me today that anyone can use, and it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Before your arena battles, save crystals. Keep at least 100 crystals laying around just in case. Because you never know when you might need to refresh a battle or something along those lines. I was in fifth, and I wasn't paying attention. I had changed my team, and I didn't have the right team in. And I went to fight for one. I lost. Had enough time to go back in, change my team, and win. But I did not have the crystals because I had already been doing my refreshes for the day. And mm. I couldn't get back in, and I basically lost 200 crystals because I didn't save 50 of them. And actually, I guess lost 150 because I would have had to spend 50 to get them. But you get the point. Um, so, I mean, small things like that can be really useful. Uh, sometimes spending a refresh to get more battles to get up uh, where you need to be can be really important. Mm -hmm. um somebody in the live chat just mentioned uh or asked about me changing my arena team for offense and actually what i was doing was i was testing a new team on defense with darth nihilus because of the number of zeta barrises in my arena and then um it was mediocre and then i forgot to throw general kenobi back in in place of darth nihilus before doing that last battle and paid for it sadly Mistakes were made. Mistakes were indeed made. So, so uh, those are all the ways to get them. Mm -hmm. Now... Oh, we missed what one. You, what? Missed one way. You can buy them. 
there is that way. That this is a good point. And you can also buy favorite, crystals. And the well, my previous favorite way to buy them is now gone. The crystal subscription, which I am still very sad to see go. Um, still waiting for a possible alternative. I still am yeah. holding on to hope that the reason they got rid of that was because they had an idea for something else. But yeah, never heard I anything. Hope so it's. But maybe if there is a quality of life update coming, that will also include a new crystal subscription type deal, which would also be quality of life, I think, for a lot of the moderate spenders. So, And the other thing to pay attention to is if you're going to buy crystals, you know, go. Black Friday will be your day. But, you know, go find gift cards for cheap. Uh, there's usually somebody selling them 10, 15% off. And that's a good way to, you know, just get some bonus crystals for your hard-earned dollar. Pro tip, Costco almost always has iTunes gift cards and Apple, or and Android gift cards for cheaper than the face value. So nice. you can almost always buy, let's say, a $100 gift card for $84 at Costco. Every single time, Ooh. every two weeks when I go to Costco, they have them there staring at me, so... Tempting. Yeah. Also tempting. For sure. The Xbox One I don't use also tempts me. <laughs> like, I could sell this to GameStop for a couple hundred. Mm. <laughs> Might as well. I can't only I can't bring myself to do it only because I only own that Xbox to play new Halo games. So the minute I sell it back, they'll announce Halo 5 or Halo 6. <laughs> uh, Xbox over PS4, but whatever. Um, all right, Ew, so what do yuck. you do with the crystals that you get? Uh, you do refreshes? Do you buy stuff? What's what's the plan there? On a daily, what I do is... So this is me as an in-game player, not as a new player. But what I do, and would probably end up happening for a new player... So I guess even as an in-game player and a new player... I think this works for everyone. I buy the 350 crystal energy refreshes at the end of the day. And I slam Not those down. Not your arena battles. Nope. <laughs> but I throw them down uh, at the end of the night on gear for my characters. Whoever I'm trying to gear up at that moment. Nice. And uh, so I use that every day. I am not one of the people that do the cantina refreshes every day i only do that when there's something i'm farming pretty hard that is something that i would recommend if you did buy crystals for new players is farming cantina with uh, refreshes because you need character shards when you're that low in a new player you also need mods yeah or mods so Using those refreshes on Cantina as opposed to regular energy to get more character shards faster will be a huge bump to your farm on those characters as opposed to other people. Yep. If you don't have 300 crystals a day to spend on those refreshes, using at least one and then buying regular energy refreshes can work too. But uh, as far as I go as a daily routine, I do the 50... The 350 crystal refreshes on regular energy to farm gear myself. Yeah. So there is 
I'm kind of the same way, and for the most part, I do my three fifty crystal refreshes, which is what I would recommend to player of no matter how long they've been playing. Uh, do those because that's the most efficient way to get things like stun guns, stun cuffs, all that, pretty much all that hard gear to get. That is the best way to get. And there are a few things though that I will typically not farm, but I will actually save the crystals and buy it from the store. So a lot of this new gold gear, uh, I'm going to use the like the eyeballs and the new data pads. Ooh, eyeballs, love it. Not the ones you get from challenges, but the mm. other ones. I buy the those other. from the shipment store. I believe it's 325 or 375 crystals for 25 of them. And to me, that's just a pretty good value when you look at the drop rate because the drop rate on those really blow from nodes. I mean, like it's a bonus are, if you're already yeah, those are pretty bad. a ship or something. Like, But don't bother with that. Just go straight to the shipment store and look out for them. Yeah, the I buy those is, in the shard shop every time they pop up just because that farm is so bad. Yeah. So um, buying those way. in the crystal shipments, I can see that. Because you can get a full one for 700 So I assume the 25 would be 350 crystals, which is still a good that deal. That what it is, yeah. But, um, uh, and then there are... Jeez. Uh, where was I going? Oh, the hollow projectors. Mark so three hollow projectors. Yes. yes. Always Everybody buy needs those. those damn things. Um, I try to buy those every time they come up in shipments. Like I literally try to keep enough crystals sitting around just so that I can always buy those because farming them is just so inefficient. Plus, you know, they pop up for credits on occasion in shipments. Oh yeah, which always buy if, them for credits for sure. If you're not looking there, you you need to be that's that's one of those things where you can get some really hard to get gear for basically no cost at all mm -hmm. and it can really go a long ways uh well but, especially and we're talking new players here there a lot of that gear that you buy for credits is gear you're gonna need at a low level so if you buy that every refresh all four of them because you will have the crystals or the credits for it because as you're leveling you have credits like crazy but uh, buy those things every refresh or every time you remember in the refresh and you'll always have those pieces for your characters as you level them up because you're going to need them as a new player. Yep, for sure. So, And, I mean, the Carbonis, the 8 Energy note on Carbonis, that's a pretty good way to go. Um, you know, we all know about that. and we, you know, I'm sure everybody's been farming that, you know, since the game came out. But except you, and there's I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, stun guns, stun cuffs, uh, you know, that's the top place I get them, other than the shard shop. I love the shard shop for stuff like that, but that is kind of the general way that I spend my crystals is kind of priority should be getting where you want in arena, even if you have to spend, if you can earn it back, do that, and then. Uh, doing your 50 crystal refreshes no matter what and farming whatever gear you need, some hard node characters and then especially if you're a newer player you need to be farming mods 
mods are the, you know, they're the one thing that always matters in the game that never really goes away. So level fifty, you gotta wait till level fifty. But level fifty, it will come. So, yep. And something else that I've noticed a lot of new players don't quite realize is beat the health and defense nodes. You need five Jedi to beat that defense node on the uh, mod challenges. Once you beat those, you'll start getting a lot more of the four and five dot mods in the shipments. And those can be a really great way to, um, wow, that's weird. Just, just totally disappeared out of my head. What was I saying? I don't know. I got distracted. Mm. Really? Well, so did I apparently, uh, Another place as far as getting gear, if you are doing raids and you're getting kind of loaded on guild currency, the uh, Mark V syringes and the Mark VIII, um, I don't know what the hell they're called, disc, weapon mod, something like that. I think, uh, I think that's a really good way to go as well. Yep, I agree. So I think that that's a pretty good coverage of crystal spending where you can get them what the best way to use them is do not the the biggest thing i know it's a temptation because i went through it and i gave into it i used to on a wednesday night hanging out with my buddy uh we'd both spend 20 bucks on an eight pack of chromiums let's see what we can get yeah we used to get crap and uh then the next week we'd do it all over again and that 20 bucks could have been used to keep the crystals and use them for refreshes and buying gear, and I would have been a lot further ahead than I was buying those stupid chromiums. So the yep. biggest thing I can say is do not spend them on chromiums unless you have the extra crystals to do that and feel good about it and still be able to do refreshes for energy because you're going to get the most return out of energy refreshes from your crystals than you are from those chromiums. Even at a low level where you don't have those characters and when they pop up, you unlock them. But at some of those times, and a lot of the time with those Chromium packs, is you're going to get a character that is in a locked behind a hard node in the nine levels. And it's going to take yeah. you till the end game before you can even start getting shards for them again. Or sure. maybe they're not even farmable yet, like Veteran Han and Veteran Chewie. So you now you have this character but you can't do anything with it. So yeah. you got it, but you can't upgrade it. And you know, with stars, with gear, with uh, levels, that's where your power comes. So if you're stuck at a level two on a character you think is awesome, but you can't upgrade them, it's really not doing you any good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, uh, in the live chat, my Thunder buddy, uh, you know, <laughs> help me figure out where I was whenever I lost my brain there so I can go. Uh, the four and five dot mods in the mod shop. The mod shop is a great place for mods and beat that health and defense challenge on that tier three and you'll start getting them in there and be looking for the ones that you can buy with credits that already have speed or sometimes offense as a secondary to begin with. And, uh, and even still, me of those. even still, if it's not four and five dot, 
because A, you might not have the credits, you might not have those unlocked yet. If you're a lower, if you're a newer player and you just yeah. got that mod shop, if there's a one or a two star mod in there for credits that has speed as a secondary, buy it. Because yes. even you're going to use those mods. And those ones with speed secondary on them, even if they're not four and five star as a lower level player, getting those upgrades on speed on a lower dot mod is going to help you as a new player. So if you have a two star mod, let's say an arrow that's a two star, that's a speed primary, buy it because you're going to use that for sure. It's going to end up being one of your best mods because you're going to want to have that on your arena team when it comes out and when you're using it because that will help you to be better in your arena even if you don't have the four and five stars yet because you're at level uh 50 i think 50s mods so you know always look in there when you get it even as a new player even at low starred mods you won't use them later on or you might depending on what the speed you get on them is but you will definitely be leaning on that if you get good ones out of there so yep um gonna touch on kind of something that i covered in my mini pod on mods a while back if you haven't checked that out go check it out but the three dot mods versus like the four dot mods the three dot mods are i mean as far as return on investment are so much better because the stats aren't that much different there's only you know a 12 or a 0.12 difference percent difference between you know them on like the offense primaries and health primaries and i think it's a half percent on protection like it's almost nothing but they are exponentially more cheap more cheaper 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 Um, you don't need the more yeah (laughs) yeah um another question popped up in live chat about mods for crystals very rarely. Um, I think I spent like 1,800 crystals on a mod one time and actually turned out to be a really good one that's still using my arena team. But all in all, I don't know that it's necessarily worth it. Um, well, let's think about the price, right? So a five-star mod that's gold, those usually cost 4,000 crystals. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I'd that price just is just out of control. That is what. I totally agree. You get twenty eight hundred crystals for twenty bucks, so you're paying almost thirty thirty five dollars for one mod. Yeah. No, thank you. I will keep yep. my crystals for refreshes. Like if you guaranteed me that it might be a plus twenty five speed or something, there is a possibility, but ugh, I don't know. Just totally not worth it. Yeah, I agree. Everyone that uh, did not hear that on the live stream, I forgot to unmute my microphone. So, if catch the catch the uh, audio podcast, you'll know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be about an hour and twenty three minutes in. Um, yeah. All right, uh, the one thing we want to get to before we get to trivia: who are you using an arena? I. So, Gear 12 update. How many Gear 12 characters do you think Goodnight Punk has? Zero. Bam! 
winner, Knew winner, it. chicken Why am I not dinner. surprised? Because I keep saying that I don't care if I get them to gear 12 because there's so many other things to gear right now for territory battles. So I don't have anyone at gear 12. I'm still rolling with gear 11 arena team, but I am still getting when I have the time to fight before my payout now. Things have shifted. I will say this. I no longer can just sit below 50 for a long period of time and get my 150 crystals under 50 with my arena team as it is. I actually have to fight within the first hour and get under the 50 uh, within the hour of my payout, and I can usually stay there to get my uh, my crystals. But that So that's a change. So it's kind of moving further away from me being in the top 50 like I like, but... I'm still getting top 50 when I have the time before payout. But, uh, yeah, so there's that. But anyways, my arena team is still CLS lead, Zeta Han, R2-D2 with number crunch Zeta. Uh, sorry, CLS has It Binds All Things Zeta. Um, and then I still have Chase and, sorry, Chase, Baze and Shuret. So Very that exciting. is my arena team. Probably why I'm being attacked all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, probably why I'm being attacked all the time because Chert and Bays are in there, but... CLS make them so easy. I mean, they're they're not much of a challenge anymore. Uh, no, once you get that... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, once you get that uh, buff immunity on uh, Bays. I have a question. Do you have General Kenobi? That, yes, I, of course I do. Of course! Why are you not using him? Where? What do you mean, where? Oh, who, uh, okay. Team. Well, okay, yes, but... Okay, let's say I take out Churton Bays. I'll throw uh, in Kenobi. Who okay. is the fifth one? Churton or Bays would be fine. <laughs> Just putting Kenobi in there would be much better, I think. I don't know, man. I, it's been probably... Could leave chair. I've had this the, his health equalizing and everything. I've had this arena team in there for probably a Too month long. and a half yeah. now. So it might be time. Actually, not a month and a half. I didn't Zeta Han Solo that long ago. So it's probably been like a month. But uh, mm. it might need some tuning. But I'm thinking about gearing up my Thrawn. Maybe I would throw Thrawn in there with. GK, but <laughs> not about. How's your Darth Nihilus? The uh, three star and gear eight. So, hmm. old Ben, old Ben, gear nine. Too Perfect. Many. He needs too many carbontes. Use friend. him the way he is. He's fine. I use him in territory battles. That's for sure. But awesome. I, I want to level him up, and I want to zeta him. I'll say that. Because I would love to use him in my arena team. I love that guy now. Now that I actually have him. I want a review from you next week. After you drop Beirut and add in Kenobi and Kenobi. <laughs> Double Kenobi? Yes. I, you know what? I will try that tomorrow and see what happens. Awesome. Can't wait to hear. What about ships? What are you doing? Not playing? Okay. Are we gonna? I said, do you really want to? I would have to open the game, literally open the game, and figure out what I have in there. All right. I I don't. Um, I don't care. I'm. I will. uh, My arena team 
you know, depending on if I screw up and keep the correct team in or not, is CLS lead with R2, Old Ben, Han, and Kenobi. Uh, that is kind of what I, the main team I've been running. Every now and then against the Barris team, I may drop Kenobi and put in Darth Nihilus because it makes just taking them out so much easier. Um, Wait, so you want me to try your arena team? pretty good just no i'm not i'm not saying bad things about it i'm just (laughs) it's it's like that is your arena team no it's it's really really good i've i've been super impressed and you know that amazing aoe oh so good uh but i'm itching for a change that's why i'm leveling yoda next week and I'm probably going to do a Twitter poll and try to get people's thoughts on whether I should test with a CLS, Kenobi, AA, or Qui-Gon lead first in Arena. So I will probably put that up next Wednesday, and I will let all the Twitter people decide what leader I try first. Can I make my vote now? Sure. Dude, the Akbar lead with the Hermit Yoda looks super fun, man. Yeah, that's... I've got some ideas. Um, <laughs> I've had some people in our guild that I've been talking with that have kind of been doing that as well, and it's been... I've got some ideas, some things I'm going to test out that I'm kind of excited to test. Um, however, in ships, I've actually finished top 10 the past two days. I've actually been putting a little bit of effort into it. Um, and I am running Tarkin as my capital ship, who is amazing. With TIE Fighter Pilot, First Order TIE Fighter Pilot, Biggs, the Umbaran Starfighter, and the TIE Reaper. That is my starting lineup. And then in reserves, I have Scimitar with Geonos and Soldiers Starfighter, and then Slave One in reserves. But this team kicks total ass on offense tie reaper is ridiculous (laughs) i've been doing the 50 crystal refreshes each day uh it's getting my short trooper up there quick it's getting my tie reaper up there quick i think if you can finish if you can manage to get top 20 in that arena i think you should use those crystals and be refreshing for the tie reaper because it is that freaking good of a ship the removing turn meter um it's awesome uh i was using vader for a while but it just vader makes my team worse and so i have kind of eliminated him but my vader is only gear 10 so that could be part of it all my current pilots are gear 11 except for shore trooper and he's gear 10 and he will probably be six star tomorrow so that's going to get even a little bit better but uh been a lot of fun wait we're still talking about ships yes we are still talking well i am still talking about ships you yeah. are uh, hanging out in the live chat while i talk about something you, that you, you don't give a damn about i'm sorry you just said fun and ships and i i was i was curious if we had moved on yeah no I, i'm getting where i kind of like ships maybe it's the crystals i don't know you want okay you want an honest opinion about ships I'm not sure. And this is good. This is a good thing. Okay. 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 I enjoy the ship combat missions in territory battles. And the reason I say that. No, I don't auto them. This is what I'm saying. 
I enjoy them because I think that PvE missions on ships would make me like ships. Especially if you could farm those PvE missions to get ship blueprints. I... Yeah. Once if PVE came in for ships, I think I would enjoy them more. That I totally agree. That is something we really need to see. It's maybe we'll get that for that one year anniversary of ships. Um, you know, at some point we're gonna get hardware and stuff, so you know, why not then? Yeah. And then that and I am fun. to the point now where I have so many ships at seven star that if a ship raid did come out, I would actually be ready for it now. So I can now honestly say that I would not be opposed to that. So cool. I would be happy with that. Well. What time is it? I will tell you what time it is. Do or die, do or do that. Redo. It's do or die time. <laughs> Pretty much. It is do or die time indeed. I will never in my my lifespan forget this song. It's it's great, isn't it? I need to just send it to you. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, I have the trivia up on the screen again Ooh. two weeks in a row i've learned and i have done it All is right, there so, for everyone to see uh one thing i would like to say there have been some listeners that have been helping out with the questions i don't have everyone's name but a big huge thanks and shout out to all those people that have been helping you know, research about some of the questions and everything, along with Deadshot. We really appreciate it. You guys are great. I agree. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to Deadshot. Thank you to everyone putting these out for us to enjoy and to help me to uh, hopefully go 3 and one against Wink tonight. Yeah, hope not. Hope to hell not. Um, I really hope so, because after this, when trivia ends tonight and you do your punishment, I am afraid if I lose for what I will have to do. Oh. oh. The, the one-upmanship here. Oh, yeah. yes. It, they, these are just going to get exponentially worse as we keep going, I'm sure. So, I think I read something about there is one question that it is kind of required that I see it. So, it's good that you have this up on the YouTubes. I do. We figured cool. it out, folks. We figured All it right. out. All right. So, are you ready for do or die? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. First question coming at you. Which costs more considering the amount of currency? To buy General Grievous exclusively from Shard Shop... Or to get Hermit Yoda from the Guild Event Shop. Great. I'm going to have to do maths. Wait. Okay. Which costs more considering the amount of currency? 
buying yes. General Grievous exclusively from the shard shop? Yes. No fleet servants. From the guild event shop. Yes, exactly. And that is the question. I'm thinking. I'm trying to do maths in my head. But uh, it's failing me. Because I am a calculator guy. So. Um, I'm trying to remember what the numbers are. I have my answer. Maths are complete. Hold on. I'm. Okay. Um. All right, got my answer. All right, what do you got? Yoda. Yeah, you can't get Yoda from either shop, so I guess I get the answer by default. Wait, what? We're talking about Hermit Yoda. Yoda's somewhere. Yoda's a legendary event, man. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's not what you wrote. I'm just saying. I wrote Yoda. It's Yoda. <laughs> There's two Yodas. Yeah, but the question is about General Grievous or Hermit Yoda. It's not about Grandmaster Yoda. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Jeez. All right. I also wrote, I wrote Hoda. So I am, more, I am more correct here. But Quick Maths no, says. Correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, Quick Maths says 74,000 shard shop currency for General Grievous to 7-star and 89,000 for Hoda. So, let's see if we're correct. All right. Let's see if my maths are correct. Come on. There we go. There it is. Hermit Yoda costs 89,100 currency. General Grievous costs 74... 1,250 currency, so Hermit Yoda math costs more. What? You buy them both in increments of five shards apiece, so you just need to figure out which one costs more for five shards. That would be what I did. <laughs> okay. So, just yeah. Checking. But you don't buy them both. Well, I guess they are increments of five. You're right. Yeah, so you really don't need to calculate the total amount to give the seven stars to figure out the answer. Yeah, true. True, true. All right, still All right. tied at 16 now. Next question. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, okay, so can you see these pictures? Um, they should be incoming here ever so shortly. Until right. then, I'm just kind of digging this music. It it's is so good. Pictures. I need this ringtone. It is pictures right. of Geonosians, and there are three Ooh, of them. So you have there to are pick three of them. the three of them. So you got to name them one by one, one for each answer. This, this is, this one I'm gonna butcher. So, huh. Alright, I have mine in the order they appear on the screen. We will see if I'm correct. Alright, I got my answers. I am going Sunfock, 
then Geno's and Soldier, and then finally, G Spy. <laughs> the exact same answer as me. Whew. Won't be behind. This is true. The tie will continue. All right, the answer from left to, to right Sunfuck, Geo Soldier, Geo Spy. So and there it these is. These are one point for each one, and we each got three, so that takes it to 19 to 19. Jeez, man. Coming down to the wire. Three more questions. That was a pretty good question. I like that. That was fun. Next, we'll get the Jawas. So go study your Jawas. All right. Next question. All right. Next question. Is it possible for a tune to be cleansed from debuffs without an ally or himself actually taking a turn? If yes, how and who makes it possible? Is it possible for a tune to be cleansed from debuffs without an ally or himself actually taking a turn? If yes, how and who makes it possible? Um, I have an answer. So do I. The question is if it's the same answer. All right. What do you got? I, I have... Put, what do I you got? put an enemy boba does execute. Enemy boba does execute. Interesting. That's not really a cleanse, though. Uh, well, I mean, it is cleansing the debuffs. Well, it's getting rid of them. I don't. I would think of cleansing I mean, as a good thing. Well, that is a good thing. You're not debuffed anymore. <laughs> You're all true. What am I doing here? Okay, I'm back to where I was. I wrote uh, Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum because uh, yes. she cleanses her debuffs without taking a turn anytime she gets uh. in. Interesting. So, it says one point for correct each correct answer, so there must be more than one. Let's go see. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it says, yes, it is. R2's combat analysis makes it possible. I don't know well, the how that one works. Well, okay, then I guess we're getting technical on how a turn works. Well, the turn works. Well, what's his do? On R2 D2 is active, all allies gain 10% crit chance, 10 accuracy. While R2 D2 is, is active, whenever a light side ally scores a it crit, it requires hit a critical hit. Yeah, that would be part of their turn, I would think, though. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Okay, anyways, well, we can that's, keep going. That's what I mean. It's... Savage Oppressed cleanses himself on a critical hit. Okay. So, is that when he gets a critical hit, or he's critically hit? Um, I believe that is when he is... Well... Because if it's, if it's him getting a critical hit, it's the same deal as R2-D2. Yes. 
So let me see. Whenever Savage takes damage, he gains offense up, defense up, and heal over time for two turns. Gains 30% turn meter. At the end of his turn, Savage dispels all debuffs on a random other Sith ally and gains those debuffs for one turn. Dispel all debuffs from Savage whenever he is critically hit. Okay, so that one makes sense. So that's whenever okay. he's hit. Okay. I get that one. And then the final one is a tune can be instantly revived without the previous debuffs. So like Boba, Zombie, and anyone revived by Hera's backup plan. And and no sign of Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum. I'm confused. And because I think by letter of the law, with that last answer, the Question Master is counting any removal of debuffs as a cleanse, which would mean that my answer, I think, stands. Well, if we're going to get that technical, then I'd say my answer is right, too. I don't disagree with you. Okay. I thought you were going to say you did, and I'm like, how? Literally, she can't get debuffs. They go on her, and yep. then they disappear. Yep. Although, All right. what is her description? I'm going to look it up really Unless right. you have yours open, because my... Um, I have it open. Okay, sure. Go ahead and read Ahsoka Tano's description on her... I believe that's her unique ability. It is her unique ability, and it is Perseverance. Ahsoka is immune to damage over time effects and gains 30% crit avoidance. At the end of each turn, Ahsoka dispels all debuffs on herself and loses 10% health for each debuff dispelled, then recovers 5% health for each buff on her. This health loss can't defeat Ahsoka. So at the end of any turn, her own people, the enemies, those debuffs disappear. So. Alright. I would say we both get a point, or we both get no points. But either way, we're still tied. I'm okay with that. So there's that. All right, uh, question four. Who has the most tags in the game? Light side, dark side, Jedi, Empire, etc. Um, are we talking... Is this like individual character or just total faction? Who is the largest faction? I'm assuming it's Who? the largest faction. Is it? I was thinking it was or, what character has the most tags on them. Okay. Why don't we write um, what character we think and what group we think, and then we'll see. Okay, perfect. That way, we're on the same page. Yeah. So, we'll do faction with the most tags in the game, and then individual character who has the most tags in the game. That'll work for me. Because I think, honestly, I think... I'm not going to say this until after I know you have an answer. I have my answers. You have yours? I'm going to say, I think that this answer is pretty obvious, if it is the non-character one. Agreed. <laughs> I think it's Dude. pretty obvious for both. We, we both Rebels put the exact same R2 answer. R2-D2. Rebels, R2-D2. Both of us yep. put it. So, we shall see. And the answer is... R2-D2 with six. Light side, droid, galactic, republic, rebel, resistance, support. No. 
Jeez, man. But technically, if we still got points for the last one, we're both at 21. Alright. Oh, man. We might end up going to another overtime next week. Oh, I know. <laughs> Question five. Here we go. Out of the following four statements, what is the TIE Reaper not capable of? <gasps> Increase cooldowns. Inflict offense down. Dispel. And grant heal over time. I don't use this character, and you do, so I'm pretty sure I'm screwed. I have my answer. I'll bet you do. Watch me get it wrong. Yeah, probably. That'd be great. And then I get it wrong, right on guessing. That's That's been the way trivia goes, you know. Because <laughs> everything rhymes with Lido. I have a guess. All right. What did you say? I said Grant Heal Over Time. That was going to be... That was one of the two I picked from. I said Dispel. And the answer is... Can't grant hot. So fuck me sideways. <laughs> <sighs> this was question number five. That was the last question. You just won on the last question. So as long as we don't have any technicalities, there will be a Dan punishment coming. Yep. Uh, luckily, we have your punishment now, so I can enjoy that while I bask in my defeat. Yes, you... Lots of basking in defeat you will be doing. I am... Uh... Dude, I knew when it was Ty Reaper that you were going to get it right and I was going to get it wrong. Son of draw a little crown for, you know. All right, cool. Very exciting. However, I don't know that this less exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know if this music is going to fit with what's about to happen. So, I hope that uh, everyone is has hung around. Oh, we have a still have a good uh, good watch count here at the end of the show uh. for the wink punishment. Um <sighs> Everyone, you're going to love, uh, yes, yes, Oro, you were correct. All right, so t tell everyone the backstory on this, where this came from, what it is, and all that good stuff. Why don't I tell them that afterward? And just introduce it as, Wink will now read a passage from his favorite <laughs> book, favorite uh, uh, independent author book that he purchased on Amazon. All right, here we go. Oh, I can't wait. Let's go. I'm just doing the highlighted part, right? Just the highlighted part. Okay. That's more than enough. Uh, okay, get prepared because <laughs> it's going to be brutal. I'm dreading it. I want to get some sounds on the soundboard ready for this. I'm trying to delay as much as long as possible. Here we go. <laughs> do I have a good? Do I have a? Do I have a good chicken? Chicken sound like? No, that's a pigeon. Yeah, that's a pigeon. I can't. I don't even know how to make a chicken sound. What's a chicken sound? Come on, B help me out. Bok bok. <laughs> Alright, there we go. I'm good. I'm on point. Alright. I. 
I want you to just grab me and tag me. She seems embarrassed, but she's pushing herself to say what she wants. And it makes my cloak throb with arousal. Not slow and gently like we usually do, but hard and fast. I let out a long, low cluck. This is something I've often imagined just taking her and riding her. <laughs> Maybe suddenly grabbing her feathers while we're flirting. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta move. I gotta move the video of you. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> grabbing her feathers while we're flirting and pushing her body down with my feet. All right, Dan, you gotta mute yourself. Go away, dude. All right. I would love to feel totally in control, and it drives me wild to know that. She wants this, too. I can do that. But first, what do you think about that grass? I see some disappointment in her eye, and I walk up beside her. Just kidding. I cluck, cluck, cluck softly. I'm going to take you right here and now. I grab her by her hackles in my beak and give a little tug. She clucks with pleasure, and I step hard on her back. I feel her quiver under me, and I dig my claws into her. Gently, but not too gently, so she'll feel it tomorrow. Her tail jerks up under me. I feel so powerful. The chicken I love is entrusting her whole self to me, and she wants me to ravish her. I spread my wings over hers and drape my whole body over her. I Feel her shuddering with pleasure, and she lets me, or she lets out soft clucks as I lower my tail. My cloaca touches hers. We both call out. My my cluck is muffled by her feathers in my mouth. I grind myself hard into her as she raises her cloak up to meet my thrust. Oh, silky! Pluck, 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 pluck. With a shudder, we both reach our climax. Our cloakas part, and she lowers her tail back down. I am still flying high with the pleasure of having taken her completely like this. Still on top of her, I bring my wings in a little to enfold her. Then, I let go of her hackles and step down. She fluffs up and her whole body quivers. It takes us both a moment to catch our breaths. Wow! Cluck, cluck, cluck! Mariana seems like she can't speak. Her eye is unfocused. She seems like she's still in a haze of pleasure. I touch my wing to hers, proud that I was able to make her feel like this. I love you, Silky. She finally clucks. That was wow. Cluck, 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 cluck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. I laughed Was so hard. Was it everything was... you hoped it would be? <laughs> I was choking. <laughs> Literally choking. I was laughing so hard. Oh, jeez. Oh. I don't ever want to do that again. That was brutal. <laughs> oh. Well, I am glad that everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> Forever. Recorded.
forever. Uh, yes, on the internet for the rest of my life. Ugh. Beautiful. I can't wait to go back and listen to it, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm a little confused. <laughs> you Do you have mixed feelings on what just happened? I have, yes, very much mixed feelings, yes. No doubt about it. It is too damn hot in here for me to be laughing like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, good times. Good so, times. Go ahead and tell everyone what that was and the backstory from the guild and everything. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that passage was taken from like a three-page, three or four-page book that uh, a guildie of ours found on Amazon from an independent author and decided to purchase just because it was so ridiculous. And uh, it was a chicken erotica novel. And uh, yes, that is a thing that exists. And uh, when I was thinking of a punishment for a week, I couldn't, after talking about this, over a year ago, and the joke's still staying <laughs> in our guild, I thought it was time to bring this to everyone's attention by having Wink read a small passage from a rather disgustingly large book. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where this came from. Henrietta Cluckington, yes. Yeah, yeah that was... That was wonderful. That that was definitely my favorite moment ever on this podcast. No <laughs> I've never laughed that uh, hard on this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. That good is times. good to know. Well, with that, thank you for staying with us this long. I know you all were curious what was going to happen here at the end, and that was it, and I hope you were not disappointed. So uh, yeah, I really now hope that, y'all were uh, quite as as satisfied as Mariana was. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, this is why I said at the beginning of the podcast that I did not want to lose the trivia this time because I knew something bad would come to me after making this happen. So, oh, yeah. anyways, no doubt about it. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening follow us on twitter at shattered order if you want to subscribe to our patreon it's patreon.com slash shattered order we have a discord with a bunch of awesome people that chat all week long talking about everything that goes on the link to that is in our bio on twitter there is a never-ending invite to our discord there follow us on itunes stitcher uh, Podbean, whatever podcast listener you choose, follow us on there, leave reviews, let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. We have got to go. Thanks for listening again, and adios, mi amigos. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.